Oh. Yes. It's Football Friday. The first one of the year. Are you ready? Hit it. Let's go. Yes, sir. It's backdoor cover. It's Micah. It's Brad. It's Football Friday. Hello, Bradley. Well, hello, Micah. Uh, Happy Friday to you, sir. Happy Friday to you. It is great to hear your voice. It is great to be with you. Is it the best Friday of uh, 2020? Is it safe to say? I mean, we've been waiting for football to come, and it's finally here. Things are trending up. Uh, Yeah, for now. For now. I'm not going to get too excited about anything, but wow. Wow. Isn't this exciting? Football is here. We had pro football last night. And it was a good product, man. It was. The game was surprisingly good. The game was surprisingly well played, at least. I don't know. The game itself wasn't. I think the uh, most shocking thing. The most shocking thing was uh, how fogged up Andy Reid's face mask got. Did you see that? Yeah, the memes. The memes were all out there. That man was in the steam room last night, boy. Yeah. Shouts to Andy. Big W last night. Shouts to Big Andy. Here's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk a little bit about the game last night. We'll talk a little bit about the weekend in pro football, a little bit about the weekend in college football. There's tons of basketball. Last night there was basketball, hockey, I heard MLS. I mean, who knows? Uh, there was WNBA. There was NHL. There was NFL. Basically, any sport ever was playing all at the same time. It's all happening, and God only knows what happens Sunday when we have we add golf to the mix. Um, golf was in the mix exciting. yesterday. Well, yeah, but uh, uh, that's true. But, but championship a, golf is next final week. round. Yeah. Oh, buddy, it's it um, is all coming together, man. We got big. But big I mentioned all the calendar. I mentioned all of that because one, we're coming to you live from the MyBookie studios, and there's not a better place to wager than MyBookie. And using promo code backdoor, that's one word, backdoor, you can still get in on all the action this football season. It's not too late just because you missed Thursday. Get your deposit in now. You can bet all the games on Sunday. You can get bet the, the the games on Saturday. You can bet all of the games every day at my bookie on any sport, any way you want. They have the best user interface I've ever seen. You can play parlays. You can play season uh, season wagers. You can play basically anything you want. You can even do in-game live betting at my bookie. And if you use promo code backdoor, they will double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. So you put in a thousand, and you're playing with two thousand bucks. Uh, this is, it's awesome. We love my bookie. We worked with them for years, five years now. Uh, these dudes are legit. They pay. This is the place to go. There's not a better place to wager online than my bookie. So use promo code backdoor and get in on the action. It's winning season, fam. I'm, and, uh, I'm, um, I'm on uh, my bookie right now. It's the reason why I'm being so quiet. There's so much action on this motherfucker right here. So much action. I mean, it's sick. It's, it's, there's so much, there's so much. And, uh, it's my bookie use promo code backdoor. The other thing I would mention before we get to today's program is yesterday, or did we drop it Wednesday? I guess we dropped it Wednesday. We had the return of can't miss Mitch, our in-house handicapper. Uh, I thought we dropped it Wednesday night, actually. That's Um, what I'm trying to say is Wednesday. We dropped it before the Thursday night. It's Friday. Yeah. It's all good. We watched football last night. I had a couple drinks. I'm a little hazy myself. Things are a little hazy. You. You drink, yeah. Did you drink any wine? Uh, about three jumbos. So yeah, the, oh, the brains are a good. little mushy this morning. Yeah. Um. 
Anyway, can't miss Mitch, our in-house handicapper. He won 61% of his games last season. Just in case you're wondering, if you hit 56, uh, you're in the top 1% of all Vegas professionals. Uh, 55 is what you need to win. If you can get to 56, you you are a star. Mitch was at 61 last year. He gave uh, his picks. He, you, and I were all on the Chiefs last night, so Mitch is off to a 1-0 start. No, the opposite. Picked... We were all on the Texans because oh, we it was were. too big of a spread. Oh, well. Uh, we were wrong. Whatever. Mitch's off to an 0-1 start, but if you haven't listened to it, you know. So, you, not to poop all to this, but this is just his human picks. What, what the... With the six, what was it, sixty-one percent correct? That was using mm-hmm. the algorithm, and the algorithm is going to come into play on uh, week four. So right now, you're going to have to put up with some human error. But but coming week four, that's when the machine hits. That's when you can count on these these uh, that higher percentage of of wins. Well, so. that's true. And right now, you can go listen to all of Mitch's week one picks along with Brad and I that dropped Wednesday. That's on this feed, backdoor cover. Uh, so go back and listen to it. I think it's the best podcast, the most valuable podcast that we produce each week. So uh, if you haven't listened, go listen to it, share it with a friend, and then place your wagers at my bookie. All right. You want to start with the Chiefs last night? Uh, Chiefs win convincingly, 34-20 to 20 over the Texans. Texans got a late touchdown to make this game a little bit closer mm-hmm. uh, and, and sweat. Uh, Chiefs also kicked a late field goal, as Al Michaels talked about, to hit the over, which is always fun. Uh, you know, you forget how how much you love Al Michaels just cryptically talking about the over under. <laughs> he doesn't have to be cryptic uh, it, anymore. Gambling is a, he, an accepted he practice was, now. He's still he's still cryptic, and I love it. Like he still <laughs> he can't, sort of he cryptic. can't help himself. He just has to speak. Yeah, he's in like vagaries. I it was an all timer last night when they came out to kick a field goal with under a minute left, and it was just like, oh, well, it's uh. Right now we're at a thirty-one twenty. That's fifty-one points. <laughs> this field goal. Well, I won't say it, but fifty-four is different than fifty-one, and that may <laughs> that may matter to some people, especially it me. Was, it, was, it was yeah, exactly. It was just so good. I loved it. I loved it. And, and Collinsworth is like, hmm, what do you, what do you mean, Alan? He was like, don't worry. I'll about just it. say there's there's many people watching this. That are interested in that. No, I mean, it was great. It was an all timer. Uh, so the, the game spread itself, was the spread was nine and a half. They won by fourteen. Yeah, uh, the field goal really had nothing to do with the spread, but it did. I think the over under was fifty one and a half, something like that. Yeah, it, it hit the over. It, it mattered there. Uh, Chiefs looked great. I mean, they came out. You know, they started a little slow. They were down seven nothing after the first quarter, even though they had a long touchdown called back by by uh or I guess it wasn't by penalty but overturned by review um but they look the Chiefs have now won 10 games in a row counting the playoffs uh Mahomes is just he's perfect man and they, they're willing to do whatever they need to do um you know they have a famously explosive offense but they had several long drives one that was like nine minutes long last night and Pat Mahomes can throw. He can he can hit your underneath routes. He can check it down. They'll be fine. The thing that uh, really stuck out to me was their first round pick, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, I'm glad you he, mentioned that. He shows up and adds just a different wrinkle to that offense. And I got a few things on Clyde. First, this whole time in the preseason, I'd never seen his name spelled out. I thought his name was Clyde Edward Dash Sellaire, but it's Edwards Dash. Hellair. So that's uh that's something. The big thing We're to learning. me We're uh, these are just yeah, you know, just a just a note. But uh 
Monty, our our uh, one of our famous friends from uh, Fantasy Football League, he said he looked like Barry Sanders. I thought he kind of looked like uh, another famous uh, hyphenated name, Maurice Jones Drew. Uh, this guy's got some something to him, man. He's just got some. He he's got the it factor. Whatever he bounces off. They said people. he's he five seven like two oh seven. His thighs are seriously thicker than my waist, and I'm fat. Yeah, he's thick. He's thick. Um, so, anyways, Edwards those, those Hilaire, Edward Edwards Hilaire became the primary back uh, for the Chiefs when Damian Williams opted out of the season shortly before training camp uh, because of coronavirus concerns. Williams led the Chiefs in rushing last season with 498 yards, but Edwards Hilaire reached about a quarter of that in his first NFL <laughs> game. So, if you're wondering if that's an upgrade, it certainly seems that way. Um, yeah, the Chiefs, they can they can do it all, man. And, and I mean, if you give the Texans a little bit of credit, they the game plan, and we saw this throughout the playoffs last year, as you, as you recall. Like, the Titans slowed the game down. They, and I mean, the Texans got up 24 nothing on the on the Chiefs last year, too. But against the Titans, they tried to slow the game down, minimize the possessions, make the Chiefs go slow and, you know, drip, drip, drip. Um, but eventually, like they're you're gonna break. These dudes are just too explosive. I, I, uh, you got to feel really good if you're a Chiefs fan. I mean, the backbreaker hit in the second quarter. They went, they scored 17 unanswered, and then the third quarter, another seven unanswered. So I mean, that was it. The the Texans scored in the first, got up 7-0, and then didn't score again until the fourth. They scored 13 points. So like, yeah, it's not gonna get it. You done. can't just not score for the second, and third quarter, and think to you're gonna keep up with the Chiefs. Not in one minute. Pat Mahomes, uh, three passing touchdowns, and uh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. He looked good, uh, too, Texans, man. big questions with the Texans. Um, I, I'm worried uh, about that offense without DeAndre Hopkins. They don't have the 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 guy to go to on third and nine yeah. or third and six. Um, uh, Hopkins it, is a stud, and they're in trouble. Um so we'll see. I mean, you know, it's one game. It's overreaction. Uh, well, I guess overreaction Friday. But, sure. you know, they always say, um, you know, you play 16 NFL games and you play 162 games in baseball. And after every loss in the NFL, they say that entire organization, the locker room, every person who works for the, the Texans wants to kill themselves for a week. And it would just be like, imagine if you were on a baseball team and the Yankees lost 10 in a row. Imagine how dire things would be. And that's yeah. how every loss in the NFL is. Uh, I used to, uh, plus I the used Texans to, have an extra day. I used to date a reporter days. for the uh, the Cowboys. And like even that far down the chain, like this person's not like working for the Dallas Cowboys, but if they lost, like that meant that their job was on, like there's less stuff to talk about. If they don't make the playoffs, that's the end of their whatever. They're, season everybody's walking content, around on right? pins and needles all week like yeah. it affects the entire city like beyond the organization it affects restaurants it affects everybody so it's just like this like yeah kind of a shocking deal yeah i mean we always overreact it's part of the fun but especially after one game there's a lot of teams that lose the first game and go on to have great seasons but uh and the chiefs are you know on paper the best team in football and on practice based on you know they're the defending champs Anyway, your, your point about Hopkins is good. And the thing is, in the first quarter, it looked like Cooks was going to come out and be that that difference maker that that Hopkins was. He caught a couple of balls. They drove down the field. They scored. 
And then he just straight up disappeared. Like, I never saw him again. And the only guy catching passes was Will Fuller for the rest of the game. So Fuller ended up with eight receptions, 112 yards. That's great. And he's always hurt. Randall Cobb didn't catch yeah. it. Randall Cobb didn't catch a ball until the game was over, basically. Uh, like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Pretty much so no one else showed up besides great. David Johnson and um, Will Fuller. David Johnson ran 77 yards a touch. On and, 11 carries, uh, pretty strong. Had another three. Yeah, on 11 carries is great. Seven yards a pop. And then uh, three reception, 32 yards. So David Johnson was productive. Will Fuller was productive. Uh, everybody else pretty much sucked. All right, let's move on to uh, hoops. We'll get back to football. Again, we previewed all of the NFL games on the Wednesday episode, so go back and listen to that if you want NFL preview. Uh, we'll talk about the Rockets last night. They laid a fucking egg. Uh, Lakers now lead 3-1. We look like we're headed towards a gentleman's sweep. After the game, even uh, Mike D'Antoni was basically just depressed <laughs> uh, and just said there was a lack of spirit which uh, is not what you want to hear in basically a must-win game uh, in an empty gym. It's just, ugh, there's nothing we can do about it. At, at one point last night, after three quarters, the Rockets had zero second chance points and zero fast break points, Jesus. which is just pathetic. I, I hit it with the one two three Cancun tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, the zero second chance points isn't too much of a surprise because they don't try an offensive rebound and they don't have any big guys. But when you have Russell Westbrook on your team, you've got to go. Like, how can you not have any fast break points? How is that impossible? When you play small ball, like your he's whole like thing a, is. He's like a fucking meteorite falling to earth every time he catches a ball on the fast break. Like, you can't stop it. You got <laughs> that's That's part of Russell Westbrook's charm. I'm with you 100%. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, uh, the Rockets were without Daniel House, who's being investigated for violating COVID protocols. Uh, Robert Covington didn't play. Uh, in Game 5, even though he was minus 18 in 24 minutes in Game 4. Uh, they stank. And how the have you read much about this house thing? No, but I did hear that he wasn't playing. Um, okay, so what's he going isn't on? playing because the the rumors are everywhere. And I'm not, we could, you know what, let's just talk about the rumors. Who cares? Let's, let's let him out the bag. Coming after us. Okay. The, the rumors, and this is, of course, according, I've heard the rumors in different places. The best reporting I've heard on this, as always, comes from the great Robert Littal at Black Sports Online, who's mm. never wrong. Uh, but he basically said that House, uh, there was a female COVID uh, nurse, test taker, whatever it is, a, a person that's in charge of testing, okay, was seen in his hotel room he smuggled a woman into his hotel room. Now to get tested, everybody no, like for sexual things. Oh, what's, what is that's what the, the rumor is allegedly. So it was what's a that? COVID testing nurse that was in there. We don't smushing? know. Yes, it was a, it was a woman. We don't know if she's a nurse. We know that she is involved in COVID testing inside the bubble. Oh, was in his hotel room. And that's why he has disappeared they haven't said like officially suspended, but he has not been with the team the last two games. Why is it illegal to smush a fellow bubble mate? And the the rumor is that he was doing the work for two other teammates, including one being Tyson Chandler, who I didn't realize. What was do you on mean the doing the work? Place. He's like the fall guy. That huh. maybe he maybe he got this woman into his room so that the other players could enjoy her services weird 
It, it, that's the kind of creepy, weird shit you hear. Yeah, every all the reporting mentions Tyson Chandler and one other person, and that's not by name. So you, <laughs> you know, let your mind wander. And there are a million other rumors. So is it Harden? Is the Harden the real rumor here? I mean, of course, that's what people are saying on Twitter. Because he's the strip I mean, club. He's true. the strip club aficionado. You would think oh, one step further. That's right. He's he's the only player on that team who's had his number retired at strip clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing. His his jersey lives in the rafters of, uh, I think it's Magic City, but I, I don't know, some famous strip club. Um, so we'll that's, see. That's really something. Really is something. Uh, the Rockets are toast. It's disappointing. Uh, game six tomorrow. Get, we have a game seven tonight, though. That's right. Uh, and we have a game, what, game four, a must win for Denver tonight. That's the early game, which is kind of interesting that we have uh, – the Western Conference before the Eastern Conference tonight because we do have a Game 7. 5.30 Eastern time, the Clippers... Oh, no, this is a Game 6, I'm sorry. Clippers up 3-1 on Denver. This series is basically over eh. already as well. Um, we'll see if Denver can can show some life. Denver was down 3-1 in the first round, uh, but they weren't facing Kawhi and the fucking Clippers. Uh, Kawhi and, and this Clippers team, they look bored at times, uh, but when it's winning time, Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the world. He can get his shot anywhere on the floor. He can get to his spot. Uh, the guy is, I mean, I've been saying it for years, and I, I i said it after the second game of the first round last year that the the Raptors were going to win the the, uh, the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Clippers are going to win the title this year. Kawhi Leonard is going to take them there. They are, they're still a weird team. I saw somebody tweet the other day that, like, they're like the, the team uh, at the pickup game who's mm-hmm. got like the three best players on the floor, but they've never played before. And it's just ugly, but somehow they never get beat. <laughs> like their talent is just, it's too overwhelming right. to everybody else. I mean, it's just and, it's their defense that's so beyond and above everybody yeah, just else on the, at the guard down. position. And then you got Beverly up there just biting people. Like he's like a rabid dog. So Yeah, yeah. he's given a little toughness. And then Kawhi just gets it. Uh, can always get it. So, yeah, the did Clippers... you see that block Kawhi had a couple of nights ago? I mean, I think it was two or three games back, um, and I believe it was Murray went into for this like hard dunk, and oh yeah, Kawhi yeah, the, the middle it. finger. Yeah, he just blocked block. it with one finger. His his hands. When everybody were, talks about how how big and long his hands. He's the claw, are. so that makes sense. But <laughs> the fact that he could block that ball with like two fingertips. The strength in those two fingertips must just be astronomical. Uh, it's amazing. Just another example of how inhuman that man is. No doubt. So that's game six. That's the early game tonight. The late game that starts at 8 o'clock Central. And the best part is both these games are on TNT, so we'll get inside the NBA later. We have game seven, Boston-Toronto. Uh, it's shocking that we're here considering with one point whatever seconds left, in game three, Boston's headed towards a, a 3-0 lead and possibly a sweep. Right. Uh, Kyle Lowry throws that amazing inbound pass over Taco Fall. Uh, Ananobi hits the three-pointer to win game three. Toronto then wins game four. Boston wins game five. And Toronto comes back and wins a triple overtime thriller in game six. This team will not quit. They have the heart of a fucking champion. It's amazing to watch these dudes. Nick They're Nurse really out salty, here throwing man. a box and one at Jason Tatum. Um it's just uh, Marcus Smart wants to fight everybody. Uh, Nick Nurse 
posting up on the baseline, getting passes thrown to him. It's all just, it's so good. I, I, uh, I just love this, this team and I don't, I don't even know why. I kind of love Boston too, though. I mean, I, I have more respect for the Raptors because they weren't even projected to make the playoffs and they're the two seed in the East. Like they have far overcome what they were anticipated to do. And I mean, they continue to, to do salty, salty things, man. Like they're, they're as tough as it gets. So I, I mean, I appreciate that very, very much. The Celtics Lowry are just fun is, to watch, man. Huge stones. Yeah, Kyle Lowry's Boston's got stones. talented. I mean, Boston's the more talented team, I think. And I, I think they certainly have a higher ceiling. The games they've won this series, they've won going away. Toronto's had to kick and, kick and claw. The Celtics uh, are just so everything. young, you know? Well, the, the winner of Game 7 goes on to face the Miami Heat. And, uh, I mean, I like you're the looking heat. at, you know, I like the Heat too, but these... They got the biggest alpha in the league. Jimmy Butler is a dog. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Butler's got stones. And they're going to be rested and ready. Uh, This has been a war so far. So, Jimmy kind of feels like the Kawhi of 2020. Like, he feels like what Kawhi was in 2019. Like, he's just destroying people. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, and he's just so nasty when he does it, too. I mean, like, he's not as talented... But he is just—it's like willing. degrading what he does to people. Just yeah, he's like a—you know—if Kawhi is a robot, yes. Um, Jimmy's a different—he's a different breed Jim, as well. Yeah, but Jimmy's a monster. He's like Godzilla. Mm. Uh, but we'll like see. That. Game seven tonight. You have any thoughts? Uh, Boston or Toronto tonight? I mean, I—I I can't even imagine how it got to game seven when they were down whatever, two zero, almost three zero. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I feel kind of like I want to ride with the Toronto Raptors. I, they just, yeah, they've been too good I, for too long. I think Boston's the better team. Agreed. And I think they're going to win tonight. Uh, but if this is a close game, Toronto's going to close it out down the stretch. You, I think they're certainly think. the tougher team. Yeah. So it'll be fun. I mean, I think it ought to be a, a fun one and it might be close. So that's, that's the NBA stuff. Um, We've got college football this weekend. Are you kind excited? Of. It's 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 your classic week one, week two matchups of the conferences that are participating. Um, I don't see too much. There's nothing to get that excited about, no, but it is all fun these just games to are have stinkers. But there so are no, what are, there are no what are exciting the games right now. What are the stadium like limitations or whatever? Is it? I guess it's just different by every single it's school since there's no governing by, body. It's exactly. It's different by conference and different by school. Um, normally, most of them are based on a percentage of available seating. A lot gotcha. of these schools have hired these these firms. There's a big piece in Sports Illustrated today uh, that I read about it. A lot of these uh, schools have hired these consulting firms that do like that risk try management. And figure out, no, it's like they're running computer simulations of how to avoid people interacting with each other. That sounds and, like risk management. Well, yeah, risk management in some sense, but it's more mm-hmm. of a uh, an algorithm to see like the way people behave and where to <laughs> sit them and and you know where to strategically place people all around the stadium so they should that their have interactions a, uh, are minimized in the bathroom that, and stuff. Yeah, based on how many beers you've drank and you get put in a section. Yeah, so like the high point. risk people should be on the left side of the stadium, low risk people on the right, rich people in the boxes. Let's go. Well, Speaking of being in the boxes, you are headed to the UT game this weekend. Uh, That's you're right, a bad boy. 
on, UT, on this is a this is a work uh, trip for you. You don't have to mention your employer, but Brad will exactly. be entertaining clients this weekend inside of a inside of a luxury box. Look at so I, I'm not part of the uh, wealthy elite, but I am uh, riding the coattails of my corporation. I'm I'm going on a company dime, so I'm gonna be on the clock starting at eight o'clock on Saturday. Are you gonna um, be all buttoned up with like a, a nice, uh, you know, burn orange sweater and some know. chinos? I'll pr- I'll probably wear something, uh, whatever, neutral, something neutral. Well, maybe I'm I'll sure. Wear some re- you know, maybe I will wear some some orange and just accept the. Uh, the, yeah, the I don't city think spirit. I don't think your clients are repping UT El Paso, and they wear orange too. So you know, you could wear orange and be fairly neutral. Um, there aren't any good games this week. No, no games between ranked teams. the The bummer is that normally that first week of the season you get four or five of those like you know, preseason games basically where you've got the Chick-fil-A kickoff yeah. classic or, you know, whatever they are. They've got where SEC teams play Big 12 teams or Pac-12 or Pac-12 teams. Pac-12 and, and you know, like World and stuff. Yeah, and we don't have any of that this year. And so week one is just the rest of the lame games. Um, are you considering this week one? Yeah, I know they played Technic- some last week, but... And, you know, on ESPN this is considered week two, but I'm considering this week one. It's week one uh, for major conferences that are participating, right? I don't know if the ACC not the SEC, last week, but I don't. The SEC is That's not right. starting for another three weeks, I think. Because um, pretty much all the SEC does is play the absolute patty cakes of the world for the first couple of weeks. So they might as well just take a little extra time to ramp up and get into conference play. It's true. But so we, uh, yeah, we start conference play in the SEC in, I think, three weeks, two weeks or three weeks. What do you think about Mizzou's chances? Don't don't we open up with someone just miserably hard? Only Alabama. I mean, yeah. I'm not afraid of Bama. We want Bama. We've got a, a new coach and a new quarterback. <laughs> that seems like a good team to play in your first game. Uh, so anyway, when, we, when Bama plays Auburn, like with how heated and nasty that rivalry is, could, could we see some uh, biological warfare? Could somebody be trying to spread COVID amongst another opponent's team? Like... Would that be the worst thing that's ever happened in that rivalry? I don't think so. Worst shit has probably happened. They um, do bad things to each other. Well, that's you know what I can't argue too much with that. I am not advocating. Um, do not do that if you're listening to this and you're a psycho. But just just kind of thinking out loud. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a fun season. I'm well. Just the article that it gets through in it. Sports Illustrated today talked about how uh, Alabama and uh, Mississippi are two of the three highest, are two of like the three or four highest. Uh, COVID area states, uh, COVID really? rate states. And uh, of course, they're trying to have people, they're going to have 15,000 people at Alabama or at Ole Miss. Uh, this Is the weekend. Grove open? I don't know, but it's it's not good. Things are not good. This is, this. is I don't think this is a good thing. I don't <laughs> want to be inside uh, the stadium. I know you're doing it for work because you're a soldier. I'm going to be in a box. It's going to be fine. All we right. have testing protocols. We're going to be safe people. Oh, you do? It's all are good. you being tested? Yeah, so every day that I go into the office, which is Monday, Wednesdays, I get my temperature taken, I go through the protocols, I put on my mask, I can only take it off when I'm at my desk, that kind of stuff. Wow. We're being safe. We've got a system. We're I'm not quite the UFC, you, but you know, we're we're doing our thing. Yeah, it's not Fight Island, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, the other games this week, I mean, we could Brad and I could pretend to know a lot about these games that are happening this week, but we don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think it's so weird. Like, I got my Phil my Phil Steele magazine a, a, about a month and a half ago, 
Right. And I, I read the first few pages and I realized like all the schedules are wrong. All of the, the, the good stuff in there is about, you know, the uh, projections and which teams are going to be better than last year. And it, it, a lot of it's based it's on all schedule. Obsolete. You know, it's all totally obsolete. Uh, I mean, we could get into to some of the key players if there was a close game on paper that was that was interesting this week. Uh, unfortunately, there isn't. I'll kind of run through some of the the, the big ones. Number one, I will Clemson say this: and, the the information in that magazine may be obsolete, but Phil still will never be obsolete. That man is a king, and uh, he does we it love every that year. Man. Yeah, Clemson uh, is number one. They're at Wake Forest. I think they're very heavy favorites. Correct. Um, the other highest ranked team, I think, in action is number five, Oklahoma. They're facing Miss, uh, Missouri State this week. With do you know who the coach of Missouri State is now, Brad? Tell me, Bobby Petrino. No shit. Back again. Yeah. Do you think they got scooters in uh, Missouri State? Or Isn't motorcycles? He the one who crashed his scooter. It was a motorcycle, yeah, with his mistress oh, on it. I thought the yeah. story. I thought it was like a little scooter with his his mistress, which no, it was a real bike. funnier. It was a real well, bike. That's good. Uh, there are a few games that have been postponed. Um, Notre Dame, the next highest ranked team in action, number ten facing is hosting Duke, and then They're Texas twenty and hosting, a half point favorites. I'm on my bookie. Texas hosting now. U- oh good. Texas hosting UTEP. That's like what 40, 42, 43? What's the line on that one? We've got the Texas. Sorry, that's Texas State. We've got Texas at forty three, over under fifty eight. And uh, North Carolina hosts Syracuse. That's an ACC game. That's fairly interesting. That may be the, the most interesting game of the, the weekend. Kansas-Coastal Carolina is a six-and-a-half-point spread. That is embarrassing. Oh, go Coastal. Uh, <laughs> and Iowa State hosts Louisiana. Iowa State said they're going to sell half their stadium out, and Iowa has incredibly high rates. So that's uh, – th- I don't like anything that's happening here. I'm just going to be really honest. Yeah. Uh, but Some you know, Irish behavior. A lot of uh, I've read the thing said that. Um, let's see if I can pull it up because it was it was fairly. While you're interesting. looking, Clemson uh, Wake College Forest town. is a 33 and a half point spread, or yeah, spread. Clemson's uh, favored heavily. If you want to bet them on the money line, it's minus thirty thousand right now. So that's some pretty good. Yeah, value. you're not getting a lot of value there. Um, <laughs> Fifteen SEC and Big Twelve college towns have uncontrollable COVID levels. Uh, by definition, yet they plan to host as many as twenty five thousand fans. Is there a uh, definition for, for what uncontrollable is? Yes, I'd love to know is, what that is. This is uh, the distinction of producing more new cases of COVID a day, uh, so more than eighty five cases per hundred thousand people. Uncontrollable is Yikes. considered uncontrollable. Um, or wait, no, actually. I that's according to the Harvard Global Health Institute. So nerds. Any actually I'm sorry, anything over twenty five cases per one hundred thousand is considered uncontrollable. That Ooh, number that's currently less. Well, that that number uh, the eighty five number is what the rate is an old mess uh, in Oxford, oh, Mississippi. And they so, they are uh, hoping to have uh, fifteen thousand people at their game this weekend. You know, just three and a half times what uncontrollable level is is defined as to make so you feel a little bit better, uh Austin actually has one of the lowest rates of any of the schools that playing uh, playing this week. Yeah, we we turned our shit but, around, but it's just because Austin's good. a bigger city than most of these college towns would be the way I would. Oh, you uh, think it's diluting the number because we have I think a larger so. population. Um, but you know who knows? Let's see. Is what it is. It is what it is. 
Uh, where is the Texas numbers? What do you got next? Anyway, yeah, you're yeah. doing. You know, you may or may not get COVID this week. We'll see. I won't trust me. I'm gonna wear my mask. I got a really cool one with little uh, filters. Uh, I bought oh, it wow, on Amazon. Yeah, I got it. I got like spent like twenty five, thirty bucks on this thing, and and I uh, I'm feeling pretty good when I'm wearing that thing. It I can barely breathe, but that means no COVID's getting in. Well, great. I think it was made for motorcyclers so that like you wouldn't get exhaust and stuff into your helmet because this thing's been around for a while. Lots of high ratings, lots of high reviews. Feeling good about it. College game day will be at Clemson. Or no, I, I'm sorry, at Wake Forest for Clemson Wake Forest. Uh, there will be no fans there. Uh, ESPN has offered a way for 3,500 virtual fans to show up. Huh. But they that will is be, going to be very they, The show will be on the air at midfield, so inside the stadium. Uh, I'm just not there interested. Yeah, that sounds it, That's really going to hurt that show. That's really yeah, without a crowd, show. it's not a show. If you don't have the signs and the school pageantry and people screaming drunk, like that's the fun part of the whole show. Yeah. So that's the fun stuff, and we don't get it because we're not a functioning society, uh, mm. and we don't deserve it. But we do get seven hours of commercial-free football on Sunday and then followed by uh, the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night. And uh, if you want to hear the picks, go back and listen to Can't Miss Mitch. I cannot recommend it highly enough. If you want to bet it, bet it at my bookie. Use promo code BACKDOOR. And if you got got takes on our takes, call the hotline. Let us know Uh, what you think about our picks. Tell us about about the golf. Oh, yeah, the hotline, 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. Brad, you got any any updates on golf this weekend? Yeah, they're at the Safeway Open. It's fairly... Boring because next week we've got uh, major championship golf again. Is it the U.S. Uh, Open next week? I believe so. Yes, it, we did had the PGA previously, and next week is going and the to Masters be, isn't until November. That's right. Yeah, it must be the so U.S. Open. The, the odd British thing about this canceled. is, is it's officially the 2021 season. Uh, they had the Tour Championship last week, um, and so now this year in this calendar year of golf, we're going to have six major championships because. Uh, as you all know, Masters is in the fall this year, and uh, same with the uh, U.S. Open here. So lots of uh, high-stakes golf uh, in your near future. So that should be fun at least. Um, hey, and you know what ahead. else? Brad and I are going to be bringing you Sunday morning content, I think. Are you available right. Sunday morning, buddy? Yeah, Sunday morning I'm around. All right, Brad and I will be back Sunday. We'll talk about Game 7. Uh, we'll talk about the Rockets game. We'll talk about the college football stuff. And so we will we will be coming to you. We'll hit you with a quick Sunday morning pod that will also... Yeah, we'll have to go doubleheader because we got to go Monday. Too. we got to go Monday and recap Sunday and then preview Monday Night Football. 100%. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have a quick one for you Sunday, breaking down the college football, which should be kind of short unless something crazy happens, and quickly looking ahead to any breaking news on Sunday for the pros. And then we'll be back Monday breaking down all of week one. Uh, it should be truly lit hey and one other thing hopefully uh, can't miss mitch on wednesday so we can preview the next week of football so lots of right. fucking great content coming out content is coming the best way you can support us is is uh support our sponsors my bookie use promo code backdoor you can thank us later you'll appreciate it we appreciate it you'll appreciate it too and check out uh too much dip if you want a little more sports 
podcast, if that's what you're looking for. I'm on with uh, Dave Ruff, Dylan Shivery, and KJ Ellis. We are recording Mondays, uh, and then we are also recording, we're doing live streams on Thursday on YouTube, Ooh, and then that live guys. stream uh, hits the feed Friday morning. So if you subscribe too much dip, uh, you can get that there. It's We're not as focused on sports there. It's it's a lot more jokes. Uh, but we did we did our first live stream last night on Thursday uh, before the NFL game and picked a bunch of games, uh, and I think you'll enjoy it. I, I just realized that I definitely picked uh, the Chiefs last night on the live stream and the Texans on our podcast, so I'm going to need to put my Look at you, my you two-faced together. son of a gun. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be undefeated somewhere if I just keep doing that, but I won't do that again. Anyway, check out Too Much Dip <laughs> and check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. Uh, you can hit that at the... You can subscribe at the link in our description. I, by the way, just to let you know, I was watching a Thursday night football with my buddy Jason Neff. He said, "Hey, I've been uh, I've been reading Micah's Micah's newsletter is really good." Uh, and then he gave it. you a backhanded compliment about how well you write compared to how well you talk on on the air. So there oh, you have it. That's nice. <laughs> a lot of people say they read the newsletter and they just hear my calming voice. They read it and hear my voice while they're doing it. So soothing. Yes. Uh, there's also out? a cage fight Saturday. Yeah, uh, Michelle Waterson, the karate hate, is uh, that, a very that slight marketable. against Angela Hill. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's attractive. Uh, That's always good. We also talk a lot of hockey on Too Much Dip. If you care about hockey, so barf. Uh, yeah, we, Brad and I don't. I I just be quiet. But as you know, uh, Dave Ruff and KJ are both huge Stars fans. And do you make facing... a lot of snarky comments, or do you just be quiet? No, I just lay out. And then uh, Dylan is a huge Golden Knights fan, and they are facing each other in the Western Conference Finals right now. Damn. A lot of friction on too much dip this week. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's it. Play us out, Brad. Show will. Until next time, we plugged everything. Come back Sunday morning. Share this podcast with a friend. Enjoy the sports. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.